Mitzvahs which are completely pure. Mitzvahs which are done completely lishma, completely tahar, completely for the right motivation. That's what Dabar Melech talks about. He says in Tehillim, Mili v'ashamayim, Hashem is speaking, so to speak, Mili v'ashamayim, who is with me in Shamayim, ve'im chalecha fatsi v'aretz. And anything with you I didn't want in the world. Ve'ama kamayken tzirofa imrascha ma'ayit. Your words, Hashem, are tzirofa, are refined. And your servant loves them. What is that possible to mean? That your words are refined. Just like silver and gold is valuable, but the more tzorif, the more it's refined, the more pure it is, the more purified it is, so then the better, the, the more valuable it is. It's the same thing, a mitzvah, has to be refined, has to be purified as well. What Hashem said is, Hashem's words are tahiris, appear. It's kesev tzarif ba'al aritz. Kesev, which is completely purified in the world. Rezukak, which has been refined seven times. So just like if a person would melt silver to remove all the base metals, all the impurities from it, and then do that seven times, you're going to have a bit... Uh, Shiva Sain is times seven. Seven, seven. Shiva, Shiva. Yeah, Shiva. Seven times over. So if a person would refine silver seven times, it would be a very pure silver. So same thing, the Amaris Hashem have to be like that Kesev Zalkut, like the purified silver, that a person refines more and more. When Misha over the Hashem Be'emes, no Yistapik was even more. He's not happy with a little bit of purity. Just like a person doesn't want to buy silver, which is full of impurities, uh, other things, bits of rock, whatever it be. Uh, same thing when it comes to Avodah Hashem, a person doesn't want something which is imperfect, which means Hashem, which is mixed with other other thoughts, or other feelings, which aren't good. which is as perfect as it's meant to be. And that's called doing a mitzvah, as it was said. If anyone does a mitzvah, as it was said, he doesn't get told bad news. Now, there's something we can understand very simply what the Shalom is saying. And he's saying that, that a person's Avodah Hashem has to be perfect, has to be refined, has to have no other ulterior motives in it which would ruin its purity just like uh, other things in, in which are mixed into the gold or the silver destroy the value of the, of the gold and the silver. But if you look carefully, there's another point which is an underlying concept in the Shalom is saying again, and so I want to explain. And that is why is the Torah referred to when both of us can be brought, uh, are we talking about the purity of a mitzvah as what Hashem said? There are lots of words for mitzvahs. Mitzvahs Hashem, Pekudah Hashem, Mishmachah Hashem. Here we, we're talking about the fact that a mitzvah has to be pure. It's Imras Hashem Amaras Tahiras. What Hashem said are sayings of purity. 
What you said, your imra, or your saying, your tzarev, was refined. What's it going to do with what Hashem said? It's going to do with the mitzvah. And it depends on how a person does the mitzvah. If a person does the mitzvah correctly, then it's pure. Why is that sorry on the fact that what Hashem said was pure? Imra Hashem amaris tahiris. What Hashem said was pure. And uh, if, if we're already being medayik, this underlying idea, and that is why the purity of a mitzvah comes from what Hashem said or how Hashem said it. So then we see an interesting thing. It's a mitzvah, kama'amara. Razikara oisa mitzvah kama'amara. A person is doing a mitzvah as it was said. There you have it. That's the imras. Hashem. It doesn't say mitzvah v'shleimusa or mitzvah v'tairasa or mitzvah v'shma. But a mitzvah kama'amara. A mitzvah as Hashem said it. A mitzvah as Hashem said it. And as you hear also, the idea of how a person does a mitzvah is the idea of it's the way Hashem said it. What's it going to do with the Imris Hashem? What's it going to do with what Hashem said? Why is that the, the defining factor, so to speak, in the mitzvah? So, you said it's like this. If it wasn't for that, saying that you should do it as Hashem said it, so if you wouldn't want to, we know this? Wouldn't the this question is, why is the title for Mitzvah Nishma called Kamamara? As Hashem said, call it the Mitzvah Nishma. Right. Why, why, why? That's not the last we use. You don't say person is Oysa Mitzvah Nishma. You say Hashem is Oysa Mitzvah Kamamara, as it was said. So what's the idea of as it was said? It's the Imrus Hashem. It's the sayings of Hashem which are Tzara. So, let's explain the Yisrael. Let's explain the Yisrael. That is, let's bring this back to Chazal. The Pasuk says, Yedu Hashem, Kol Malachi Aretz, Kishan Mu Imre Picha. That all the kings of the world will bow down to Hashem, will appreciate you, when they heard Imre Picha. What's it referring to? So the Chazal say, it's referring to Mitzvah Kibbutz Why? So, I'm just quoting a Chazal. Chazal says, we know that the whole world heard Asayi Debris. Hashem's voice was Bukayach and reverberated around the world. The entire world could hear Asayi Debris. So this is what Chazal says. When Hashem said in the first Debris, Anayi Hashem Elekecha, so the Malchai almost thought, okay, Dayush. You have to run to respect him, to honor him. When he said, Now the gods, makes sense. When he said, Don't take my name in vain. It is Hashem, 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 When he says, It's When he says, Honor your parents. So now, then there comes the realization, This isn't for his own covenant. The person that I interested in uncovered, they want you to respect other people. And so when Hashem said, respect your parents, so now you do Hashem called Then all the kings of the world notice that Hashem, we, we acknowledge that everything you said wasn't for, so to speak, your own honor. The, it was because there was a certain sense of MS of what's right. And it's not just Lichvoida, it's not just like Hashem is doing it, it's like and that's Kishamu Imre Picho. Kishamu Imre Picho, when they hear what Hashem says, 
So then they see that what Hashem is saying isn't for any chas v'shalom other motive. Hashem has no other motive. It's only because it's 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 the right thing. It's the emes. Those are the amaras Hashem. Emre picha. The amaras of Hashem is what Hashem tells us to do. It's not for Hashem. And we as Christ are not automatically. Anything Hashem tells us to do is not because He needs it, not because it's helping Him. It's not. And therefore, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu says something, it's all together, 100% the, there, because that's the right thing for us. So, Imrus Hashem wa Amaris Tairus. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, there's no ulterior motive. It's not that Hashem is going to gain something or want something or need something from what we do. And therefore, the way Hashem gives us the mitzvahs is, so to speak, kol kule was constructed for our benefit. It's not that Hashem needs anything from it, it's not that Hashem wants anything from it, there's no other motivation Hashem has, it's all together for us. And therefore, from Hashem's point of view, Imrus Hashem Tzrofa, like we said before. What Hashem said is Tzrof, it's perfect, it's completely pure. It's not for him, there's no ulterior reason or motive what Hashem is doing. If a person can do a mitzvah with that same purity of motivation, then his Ose mitzvah Kemahamara. And the way he does the mitzvah is the same Torah as the way Hashem gave us the mitzvah. And that's what always goes back to the Imrus Hashem. The what Hashem said was Imrus Hashem Amaris Tahiris. It was Kesef Tzarif. It was perfectly clean. Why? Mizukik Shavasayim. We find seven times over. What Hashem said was with no ulterior motive. It was Kol Kule. That's what's, uh, what, what he's, what, what's, what's, what's for our benefit. That's what he's telling us to do. And now the person who can do a mitzvah with that same purity of intent. I'm doing this only and completely because that's what Hashem wants me to do. Without any ulterior motive, I'm doing a mitzvah the same way the mitzvah was said. And as opposed to if a person is doing a mitzvah because I'm going to gain from this mitzvah. So it's not kamamara. Hashem gave the mitzvah without any ulterior motives. Hashem gave a mitzvah which was pure. And the person doing a mitzvah is doing it not purely. He's doing it not with the same purity. He's doing it for some other reason. That's not the way, that's not the same way the mitzvah was given. And that's why there's a stuff with this emphasis. <coughs> and that's what he brings the first verse. Which means the Shema says, there's no one else in Shemaim. And besides, you didn't want anything in the world. The mitzvahs were only meant for Klai Yisrael. No other reason, not in Shemaim, not in Aretz. And that's why the mitzvahs were at Shrefaim Raschom your sayings were completely tzarev. The mitzvahs were given for the benefit of Klai Benefit And only for that reason. So, uh, so to speak, we're going to talk about Hashem's motivation to give us the mitzvahs. It was completely for our benefit. It was tzarev. And, and the same thing is expected of us. When we fulfill the mitzvahs, it should be with that same tzarev. And then it's kamar. In the same way Hashem gave us the mitzvah, is the way we're doing the mitzvah. But, but if, if, like, if logically, if we know, like A plus B equals C, we know that the mitzvahs were given for our benefit. We do the mitzvahs, it's for our benefit. Yeah, but the benefit is that it gives us this opportunity to serve Hashem. Not the benefit that we're going to get something else from it. Okay. And that's what it means. Do things the same problem for the one who made them. That's well, the same way that Hashem made the mitzvahs um, for us. So then we have to do the mitzvahs with the same focus in mind. We're doing this, so to speak, for the Shema, for, for what Hashem wants us to do. Doesn't it, um, the, I, don't know, I don't know how far you want to take the idea, but it
doing for Hashem is the shame pardon. Hashem wanted us to do it, and that's the reason I'm doing it. So it's not like it's giving him something, it's doing what he wants us to do. And that's my only motivation. But the purity of the motivation is, this is completely because I'm doing this lishma. This is what Hashem wants me to do. That's, that's, if I'm doing it for some other reason, where I'm going to gain from it, so it's not lishma. Lishma is this what Hashem wants me to do, and that's my full motivation in doing it. But now there's another point here also. And that is, obviously, from the beginning, what he says is perfect, like we said in the first Pasuk. But there's a, an area where, if we're going to compare it to silver, so the Pasuk says it's, it's like silver, which is bezukak shivasayim, which has to be refined seven times over. Which means when we're talking about um, what a person, just like if, when it comes to silver, if a person wants to refine silver, it takes many times until I do that. So the same applies to Amisfus too. The level of Tyra, a level of a mitzvah which is completely lishma, isn't that not automatically we're going to get there? And now if you want to do mitzvah, great, so mitzvahs are going to be lishma straight away. It doesn't work like that. It's a very high madrega, and it needs the seven times up, which means it needs the constant refining of the mitzvah to make it more lishma. And, and that, takes, that takes, every time we do it, we try again to, to, have, to in, in, increase, improve the tyra of the mitzvah. It's, uh, it, it needs time. It needs many, many practices, so to speak, many stages until a person can build that level of tyra. It doesn't come automatically. light the candle with the shaman's light because they want pure and not... Uh... It's true in the physical sense that the oil was pure. Here we're talking about pure of a person's feelings. That I'm doing something, I'm not thinking about anybody else, I'm not thinking about anyone look, respecting me for what I did, I'm not thinking about anyone being impressed by what I did, anyone talking about what I did. No, no I'm not involved in people bichlat. I can do a myself thinking only, only, only about the fact I'm doing a mitzvah. Uh, I'm d- detaching any feelings of what other people are going to look, think, say, whatever it's going to be. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to get. Any, I'm not looking. I'm not. I'm separating myself. But that's not a fact to be on what I do. Like we said, that needs practice. Because since the type of a person is, they are influenced by other people, and what other people think or say does make a difference to me. So then, to some extent, even when the, the things I do, in the back of my mind, there's a thing of. Uh, what are other people saying? What are other people thinking about me? And you know, to detach from that completely, I'm doing this only to Shem Hashem, because no one else knows, and no one else has an opinion, and no one else has anything to say, and it does, I don't need that, so then that's, that's a madrigal, that's to be worked on. Now, one more point. And that is, we spoke about last night, the first way to achieve that, and that is to do things which no one knows about. If a person finds a time, place, a time, a way to do things which they're not going to share with anybody, not with their friends, not with their rabbi, or the tamir, not with their wife and their children, something which is completely their own. So then that's, a, that's an area no one else is going to know. As we call the level of a person, of an Things which a person doesn't hidden are only for Hashem, then it can be nishma, because then it's something no one else knows about. But there's a second way, as we said, there's two ways. A person can develop Tyra. The one is nistaris. The one is looking for a way and a place to do things which are hidden, which are nistar, and no one knows about. This will be the point we mentioned in the show last night. That is from Yaakov Hillel. As Mukubu, so people often ask him, who are the tzaddikim nistarim in the dark? Who are the hidden tzaddikim in the dark? So I heard this from him, I think, 15 years ago. And he said, the hidden tzaddikim in the dark are Rav and Ashtayim and Rav Haim 
And he said, they don't need to start. Everyone knows about them. He said, no, you don't. no one knows about them. People know their names. They don't know about them. And a tzaddik nistar is what they do is, is they keep secret. And that's only between Aaron and Hashem. That's the level of the nistars. And that's an area where no one else knows. So there's no outside motivation of why a person does it. But now we see in the past, there's a second mahalach also to get to the Torah. And the second mahalach to get to the Torah is the avducha ahevu. And that is, David says Hashem, your servant, being himself, I love the mitzvahs. Because if I, there's a reason why I'm doing something, and I like, and that's so much important to me, that I don't think about other things. If it's, I'm doing it and I want, I have lots of different things in mind, it's for this reason, and it's for this reason, and I'm making a like this, and maybe this one will notice, and maybe it will help me here. And I have lots of different things in my mind, then it's not a tar, tar, because there are lots of different reasons I have. If something is something that there's one reason which is so so strong that that's why they want to do something, that was just flat their head. They don't notice anything else. That's why they're doing it. And then we had all the other cheshbonos are irrelevant. That's what we call Ava. Ava means I attach to something so much that everything else is not like a, it doesn't even feature on me. It's not it's not a difference. When when Dovid can say which means I love the mitzvahs, I'm doing it from a point of Ava. So then there isn't any other motivation because I don't care. This is so important to me that that becomes the only thing I think about. I don't notice anything else. And therefore, even if other people will happen to notice it, even if other people are, are aware of what I'm doing, I don't do it for them. I don't care about them. The motivation I have for what I do is so strong that the other people aren't a factor. And that's what he says in the next line. Those who consider the servants of Hashem believe Shalom with a full heart, that's the Abayla they choose to do. If a person doesn't have a real level of Abba connection to Hashem, trying to perfect what he does, is going to be very difficult. To try and force any other motivation out of my mind, and try and focus only on Yishma, and not, not think of any other reason or motivation or feeling that I could be having, it's a master god, it's very difficult. Who can do such a thing? Who can detach any other feeling or interest the person has? What they're doing is only Yishma. We're just people. A person can think to get to that level that I really, really don't care about anybody else. It makes no difference to me that other people are complimenting me or looking up to me. To, and to really believe it, I'm really above that, it's very hard to do. Who can do such a thing? Because that's a person who's trying to get to Tyro by suppressing any other, any other motivation, any other thought. And that's very, very difficult. The nature of a person is I think about all the, 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 the results of what I do. And I'm aware of what other people are thinking. And I'm aware of what, what's... what's I'm getting more what I do. And to suppress that and do I'm not thinking that, I'm not thinking that, is completely impossible. But if there's another route, and that is, Omnam, But people who get to the dark of Avas Hashem, and they want to serve Hashem, and they're doing it because of a connection to Hashem, so that's the case, that's all I think about. That overwhelms any other feeling. That becomes much more important than any other cheshpun or any other benefit I could get. And the matter, that's a much easier Master easier direct route to get to that level of of tariff because I really don't care anything else. I don't have to fight other feelings. 
I don't have to try and block my mind from thinking other things. No, I'm so much caught up in what I want to do, so nothing else makes a difference to me. And if that's the case, so I don't know, but what makes me happy is the ability to connect, to show the Ava, and this atom to connect to, to, to strengthen that tariff, that tire that, that, that they have. That's the level that David says, how am I going to make my mitzvahs kamamara? How am I going to make my acts similar to the Imris Hashem, which are perfect? It's true of the fact that I love the mitzvahs. And once that's the case, that becomes my only motivation. I don't think of anything else. And we made it, it's easier for me to focus on doing things with Shema if that becomes the more important motivation I have, rather than trying to um, de- distract myself from any negative feeling I could be having and force myself not to think anything else. And by the way, this is the biggest idea of us, we've said it many times. The way to grow is to connect to something which is stronger rather than trying to fight something the whole time. And the people make this mistake always. For example, the idea of detaching oneself from physicality. So most in the idea, who haven't had a bracha, think the way to detach myself from physicality is to fight it. I'm going to force myself not to enjoy this. I'm going to not allow myself to eat food which I enjoy. I'm going to make things uncomfortable for myself. I'm going to fight, I'm going to fight physical pleasure. And it doesn't work. It's fighting the whole time not to do something, not to want something, not to enjoy something. It's like you said, yeah, it's, it's, it's a losing battle. And it's, it's expending a tremendous amount of energy. It's a Torah and Master God to try and do it the whole time. The way the way to fight enjoyment of physical things is enjoy your learning. Because when a person enjoys learning, then I don't care about it. I could go out to eat a steak now. I don't want the steak. I'm enjoying the Gemara. And someone says, listen, come, sit, let's, let's go for a walk. Let's go sit and sit. Why would I want to do that? I'm much more focused on this. The way to overcome uh, the attachment to Gashmis isn't to fight it. It becomes a fight on too many fronts and they have to keep up the whole time. The way to fight it is when a person enjoys something else more. So then it, it's not a fight anymore. I don't even want to do it. I don't think about it. I'm enjoying this much more. And there's something over here. The way to get to Tyra by trying to fight any outside, any other motivation, any other thought, any other feeling, and I'm fighting it the whole time, it's very, very difficult. Whereas if it comes to Faket, work on in how much you enjoy what you're doing, how much a person is able, and I'm trying to show Hashem I'm doing this, I love Hashem, that's what's important to me, that's all I care about, then automatically the other things don't make a difference to me. If a person gets that level that I have an Ava for what I do, then automatically it's easier for me to get that level of of doing mitzvahs nishma. That's the second mile to get there, and that's Kamamara. Just like by the mitzvahs that when the Kodesh Baruch gave them to us, it was something which was purely for our benefit. It was Torah for Shiva Sayyim, like we saw. It's okay Shiva Sayyim, there's no other ulterior motivation. Same thing, if a person develops the Ava for doing mitzvahs, then by them also it will have that level of Avdukha Heva. There will be no outside and ulterior motivation. This is what we call Torah.